Hi, welcome to an unscheduled episode of The Adoption Files. This is your host, Andy Stanley. Normally, I would have a guest with me and we would talk about the laws pertaining access to their documents in the state or country in which they were born and adopted. But today, I want to talk a little bit about my own personal experience and some of the conversation I see around the morality of our families deciding to not finalize having us put up for adoption. When I found out I was adopted, I was already in my 30s and I had a lot going on in my life. It was a very chaotic and challenging period trying to add in the knowledge that my entire family and their friends, and in many cases, coworkers, knew that I was adopted and I did not, that I had been lied to for decades. It was just, it was too much for me uh, at the time to deal with. And it was only later when I began to acquire the tools to establish boundaries and to feel safe asking questions that I began to really push harder with my adoptive mom to get the answers to a lot of the questions that I had been carrying around with me for years and years. At this point, my adoptive father had been dead for a long time. He died before. I found out that I was adopted. And so when I talk about my adoption, it's predominantly in terms of my adoptive mom, though my adoptive dad still had a very large part to play in the deception and manipulation that I and my younger also adopted adoptive brother were subjected to. There's conversation these days about the disruption of adoptions and what a crushing blow that is for prospective adopted parents. A great deal of sympathy is extended to those individuals and it seems very little thought is given to the person most affected, the adoptee, and also to our families, which rightfully have a claim on raising us simply because a prospective adoptive couple wishes to have a child or has even had a child placed in their home, that child is not automatically now their family. We did not poof into existence the moment that we became yours. So when I hear the wailing and gnashing of teeth, I do feel some sympathy for these families, but I also feel tremendous relief and joy for the adoptive, the family that the people wanted to adopt from and for the child, because this is the natural context that the child should be raised in. And if the means for that child to grow up within their own family has 
come about, then that's something that we should be celebrating, not denigrating. And we shouldn't be shaming families for wanting to raise their own family member. When I started pushing, I know I'm rambling, but this is a difficult subject for me to talk about. I've had people give me a lot of, excuse me, shit for my attitude of ingratitude when I discuss how upsetting this next part is to me. My adoptive mom was very fearful of losing me, and rightfully so. I, she should have been. She should have been afraid. I, if I'd been thinking clearly, when I first found out that I was adopted, I likely would have walked away from my adoptive family entirely. Their repeated pattern of marginalizing me, excluding me, and lying to me had done a great deal of damage to me and to my children because of the inability to determine lies and truth that that instilled in me and the lack of boundaries and and all of the other damage that it did. But one day she, in her desperate attempt to prove to me how much she loved me, bragged to me about how when I was adopted and then my little brother was adopted the following year, she and my adoptive father were very concerned that our families would come to take us back because the fostering time period had not yet run out and we were still able to return to our families of origin. I later learned that her fear was very justified because one set of grandparents, my paternal grandparents, had apparently wanted to keep me and raise me, but were told that I had been aborted. And because the military community in England was fairly small for United States Air Force personnel, there was a legitimate concern that my grandparents would learn that I existed and they might have sought to raise me themselves. So again, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place with this. I'm very triggered today by a book that's going to be coming out in the near future called Other People's Children, written by an adoptive father, who in some of the language for the description of the book talks about how a couple adopts to save their marriage and how the child's mother, when given what sounds like an opportunity to raise her child, is made to feel like she would destroy these people's marriage if they were to lose their child. So I'm, I'm feeling a little rattled at the moment, so I hope you're being patient with me. And I'm also having trouble just talking about this out loud. My adoptive mom told me very proudly about how they had planned that she would take the children, her child, her daughter, and her two adopted children and disappear onto the European continent with us, where they would remain in hiding while my adoptive father resigned his commission from the United States Air Force and joined them, probably in 
I believe it was Italy, and that they would never allow their children to be taken from them. And that this was proof of how much she loved me and how much she considered me her child and how much better off I was to be raised by them. And she was very confused and upset when I did not immediately gush with my gratitude for her being willing to sacrifice so much to make herself a criminal, to live as a fugitive for the rest of her days because of her great love for another woman's child. Now, I realized that a lot of this was my adoptive mom's trauma speaking. She never in her lifetime processed the incredible amount of grief that she carried around as the adult child of a violently abusive alcoholic, uh, as a woman who had miscarried eight times, as a woman whose first child spent three months in an incubator because she was born uh, smaller than her father's hand and they had thought she would die. She came home on the day of her maternal grandmother's funeral. So there was a tremendous amount of trauma in my adopted mom's life. And when my adoptive dad died when I was 12 and my adoptive adopted brother died when I was 13, all of the focus of the adults around me was on comforting my adoptive mom. Children were seen as resilient, and I think it was easier for adults to cling to the belief that if something were to happen to them, their own children would be okay. And so they needed to look at me and my adoptive parents surviving two biological children and believe that we would be all right, that we were okay, that we were strong, and that we were not affected the same way that she was. And so we were never allowed to properly grieve the loss. And then those losses were used as part of the justification for my adoptive mom's not telling me that I was adopted until I confronted her with proof after I accidentally found out when I was 33. Now, the moral ambiguity that I see discussed in books like Other People's Children and that people exclaim over how heartrending and tragic it is, is what would you do to preserve your family is the question that is asked. Well, first of all, kidnapping another person's child and running away and hiding with him is not morally ambiguous. It is not preserving your family. It is stealing someone else's child to gratify your own needs with little to no regard for the welfare of that person that you have brought into your family. It's a crime. It is deplorable and repulsive. And there is nothing, nothing that justifies doing something like that. There is nothing that justifies an adoptive family moving from one jurisdiction to another in order to prevent 
biological family from having visitation when they have agreed to an open adoption in a state where it's legally enforceable and the court has ruled in the favor of the biological family. It's unconscionable. And the people who claim to love that child should be absolutely ashamed of themselves for doing such a thing. If you are a person who believes that this is morally ambiguous, who believes that this would be justifiable, who thinks that it's the right thing to do, who would make excuses for violating an open adoption agreement by running away or saying that, well, the child is upset and it's confusing to them. You shouldn't be adopting. You may not agree with me on this, but as an adoptee, especially one who had to listen and listen to that conversation, I can tell you, you shouldn't be adopting. It is not and would not have been in my best interest for my adoptive family to make me a fugitive, to hide me from my family. They think it was difficult for us to maintain a relationship after I found out about the lies. Just imagine what it would have been like if I discovered that they had kidnapped me. (laughs) It's amazing to me the way that people will justify behaviors And it's incredible to me that our culture is willing to call something that is, if you kidnapped, if you picked up a child off of a sidewalk because you thought their mother was not keeping a close enough eye on them and took them home to raise as your own because they were better off with you, kidnapping. You take a child who has been provisionally placed in your home whose family says no we're prepared to raise that child and you take off with that child that's kidnapping it's a crime there is no moral ambiguity zero none now this is where i'm supposed to give a disclaimer that the opinions of the host of this show are just that opinions I don't think this is just an opinion. I think this is penal law. I think there's laws against taking children that don't belong to you. Pretty sure that's on the books. And if for some reason there isn't, and if there's a judge out there that thinks, well, possession is nine-tenths of the law, and that child's been with those people for weeks or days or months or years, so it's better for that child to not give them back to their parents. Yeah, I don't agree with you, Judge, and I think you should be ashamed of yourself. So, this is my rambling, unscheduled post. Please feel free to leave your thoughts in the comments. Thank you for listening.